Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Chof in Sotas. We learn for four Shlema for Akiva Ben Chai Rochel. Says the Mishnah, Before the Megillah has been erased in the water, Amr, she says, I don't want to drink. She says, Nignesis. At that point, when she says she doesn't want to drink, that's an admission of guilt. That's what she said. So she says she doesn't want to drink. It's a mission of guilt. He has to divorce her with no Ksuba. He doesn't have to give her Ksuba. And that's it. So what do you do with the Megillah? They had prepared the Megillah, had Hashem's name on it. You have this uh, parchment. What do you do with the Megillah? It's stored away. Rashi says that um, in the sides of the Heichal, there was apparently a, a room there for Geniza, like we have here. You know, you have a place for Geniza that was stored away. Some say it's Bitsire in the hinges of the door of the Heichal, so that it, as they open and close it, it would be crushed, but you couldn't you couldn't uh, deal with it disrespect, with disrespectfully. In other words, you wouldn't, uh, you know, just uh, throw it in the garbage or even burn it. Uh, the best thing is simply just to store it away. Store it away, which it can, in a way that eventually it'll be decomposed and it'll be and it'll disappear. What do you do with the carbon mincha? You had prepared the mincha. We're going here with the general, with the idea like of Shimon and Rabbi Kiva that we said yesterday that you do the mincha first and then she drinks. So here you prepare the mincha, you prepare the document, and then she says, I don't want to drink, which as we said, Rabbi Kiva said, that's effectively the mission of guilt. And Rashi points out over here very nicely that the whole purpose, here he, here he really crystallized it. Rashi says, You only drink to, de- to, to uh, determine the question over here. Did she commit adultery or not? If she says, I don't want to drink, then there's no point. Effectively, she's saying that she committed adultery. So there's no point in drinking. So what do you do? The Megillah is stored away. The Mincha is burnt. Misbavez al-Deshen means it's spread on Deshen, meaning it's burnt on the Deshen. There were several Deshens. You said there's three. There's really four kinds of base Deshen. There's a Makama Deshen where uh, on the side of Mizbech where they put the Chumas Deshen. There's also a base Deshen, a place for burning in the Azara. If a carbon became puzzle in the azar, and here effectively this is a carbon that became puzzle because you can't continue with the process because um, you know she's admitted, so there's nothing to do over here. You don't bring the carbon anymore, and therefore right. But it's it's like a mincha whose owner has died. Carbon, if the owner's died, you don't bring it anymore. Like a chatas whose owner's died, you let the animal die. So here too, you don't continue the process. Pardon? It's not a regular mincha. Yeah. Right, right. I'm saying you can't use it for somebody else. Yeah, he says, why can't you continue bringing it and have the quantum eat it? Because quantum do eat it. But the answer is that's what you do with it. It's like, it's like a carbon that became puzzle. And then you destroy it. Shiva's are shesarf and shum sulekachikachim, suleimorim. You hear this, it's like a carbon that became puzzle. So you burn it in the in the azar. There's a, there's other base additions on Harabayas and outside of Yerushalayim for other purposes. But a carbon that became puzzle in the azara, you burn it there. Now, obviously, not on the Mizbeach, on this, this, uh, bur- this fireplace. You might say, listen, you, you went to the trouble of writing the Megillah already. Uh, why not use it for another Soto? Let's uh, let next Soto in line. Next in line, you know, why, why don't they have, uh, why don't you use it for somebody else? You can't do that, as we saw yesterday, because it said, as we're going to see, there's a machlokus about that, but the Mishnah says here, you can't use it for anybody else. Therefore, Right, the mincha is the megillah cannot be somebody else. We've said it's a little bit disjointed the way it's written over here. She said you can't use somebody else, and therefore you have to store it away. Nimcha megillah. Let's say the megillah has already been erased. Now she says I am tamei. 
she's not tame, means she admits to the guilt. Again, normally, Russia, and the person is not believed to say about himself, but over here, there's a regline with her, it's a special case. There was a kini and stira, and she admits that she's tame. Amayim nishpachin. Now, you, what do you do with the water? Right? We said over here that um, if, if she said, I don't want to drink, and uh, you've already prepared the water, Nimcha Megillah, so what do you do? If, the, if, the, if you haven't yet prepared the water, meaning you haven't put the parchment into the water, fine. So you take the parchment and you store it away, and the carbon Mincha is burnt on the base of Deshem. But let's say you already prepared the water, you, you, you uh, dip the parchment in the water, and the, and the letters have been obliterated. And she says, you spill it out. Same thing, the mincha, you burn it on the Let's say she doesn't admit that uh, at, she uh, before the Megillah was nimchak, before it was put, a, put away, she says, I don't want to drink. I don't want to go through the process. Fine, just leave it and that's it. It's effectively, maybe it's an admission of guilt or maybe she just, I don't, I'd rather go, leave the marriage with no suba than go through this. Let's say you've already been mocked the Megillah, you've already erased the Megillah in the water and she says, I don't want to drink now. This is what we said yesterday, Ma'aranosa, we stir her up and as we encourage her, we influence her, we force her to drink. Why? Because as we said yesterday, at this point, at this point, we're assuming that, um, you know, again, if she says, I don't want to drink, isn't that an admission of guilt? And then there's no point in drinking. The answer is, is that we said, like we said yesterday, maybe she's just afraid right now. Maybe she's just terribly afraid. She says, even if I'm innocent, I'm afraid to drink. So we encourage her. We say, listen, if you're innocent, the water won't hurt you at all. Now, once she drinks, Rashi says over here, here, if she says, I'm tummy, there's nothing to talk about. There's no point in drinking the water because if she says that I am guilty, Right? And that's when she says, I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink. That could depends, depends on when it is. If it was early on, fine. So just leave the marriage and that's it. You don't want to go through it. It's like the husband. The husband doesn't want to go through it. Then he has to just divorce her. And if it's his fault, if he doesn't want to go through it, then he has to give her a divorce. If she says, I don't want to drink, the divorce her with no suba. But uh, that's all what she says, I don't want to drink. But if she says, I'm tame, she admits that she's guilty, then there's nothing to talk about. She certainly doesn't have to drink the water and just an admission of guilt. So she says, we force her. But if she says, uh, and now, now she drinks, right? But if we said before, if she says, I'm tame, that's it. You spill it out and that's it. She's done. But she doesn't drink. But once you're Mokhna McGill and she says, I'm, I don't want to drink. She didn't say, I'm tame. I don't want to drink. Then we force her to drink because we assume that it's just out of fear that she's afraid, even if she's innocent, that the water will hurt her. Once she drinks, as soon as she drinks, as soon as it goes down, goes, if she's indeed guilty, if she's innocent, fine, then she shines and she'll have children. And in fact, it's a fertility method, right? As we mentioned, if, if, um, if she's innocent. But if, she, if she's guilty, as soon as she drinks, Panamaricos, her face turns green. They know both of us, her eyes bulge, behemoth smiles, didn't, and all, it, it's, as if, it's as if all her um, tendons fill up her mouth, the Hema Omer and you can see her falling apart. You know, her skin starts changing into layers and, and everything, her body falls apart. The Hema they say, and they say, Hotsia, take her out of the Azara, so tell me Azara. Now, what does this mean, Hotsia? She's not in the Azara, she's really in the Ezra's Nashim at the Shara Niknur, which is not Kodesh. She said, take her out of here, she shouldn't be telling me the Azara. Here, I mean the Ezra's Nashim. 
Now, what's the problem of being in Esos Nashim? If a person is dead, we'll see if we talk about that, a dead person is allowed to be in the Esros Nashim, just not in the Azar, which is the, the Azar itself is the, is, the, um, is the area of the Kohanim, right? That's the, that's the first level. Then we have the second level. Uh, we have the second level of Kedusha, which is Harabayas. That's the place of the Levium. And then we have the Israelim who are outside in, in Yerushalayim, corresponding to the three areas in the Midbar. But the point is, is that in the Esrus Nashim, where she is, which is the Machna Levia, the area for the Levium, um, a dead person can be there. So what's, what are you concerned? Take her out of here, lest she die right away. What's, tomorrow we'll talk about that. In Let's say, though, even if she's guilty of adultery, but she has some merits for some good deeds that she's done. We'll talk about that tomorrow. In if she has some merits, it would, it would suspend the effect of the water. Sometimes the schus could, could suspend it for a year. Sometimes two years. Depending on her merits, she can even be, she can have, even have the punishment or the effect of the drinking of the water can be suspended even up to three years. We'll talk about three years in the Gemara. She's dead. Oh, during during the uh, during the uh, three years, no, because that means that she, when when we see her deteriorate right away. In other words, when if if she's innocent, then she walks out of there shining. It's like she just came out of the beauty parlor. You know, it, it, it's an effect. If if um, if she's guilty. She'll either die right away or it might be suspended up to three years, but she'll deteriorate right away. So that'll be visible and then she wouldn't be allowed to. It's a good, good question, right? She, he wouldn't be allowed to take her back because obviously she, she committed adultery. Let's say that nothing would happen here. And that's the husband just said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to go through this statement back. Oh, 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 before she drank. Yeah, so then, then, uh, um, then he can't because... Uh, the fact that there was Kini and Stira shows that she's she's a presumed adulteress. He's not allowed to stay with her until it gets uh, determined whether she's innocent or guilty. So the only way to take her back is if she drinks and she's innocent and she shines. Otherwise, it's forbidden. It's the same way that uh, today, Rahman, if let's say a man knows that his wife committed adultery, uh, you know, not willingly, she wasn't raped, and you can't take her back. There's nothing, there's no, there's no water to drink, so there's nothing you can do. You can't, you can't take her back. All right. Um, and with the Kohen, Rahmasan, even if she was raped, you can't take her back. Terribly unfortunate situation. <laughs> now, Mikaram of Benazai, because of this business about Susus Tola, Benazai said, Now, you have to understand, in those days, women were, uh, you know, even until modern times, women were most, most men were illiterate, and certainly almost all women were illiterate until my great aunt Sarshanir started teaching the girls Torah. So <clears throat> then as I said, you should teach your daughter some Torah. Shim Tishtef, she drinks and she doesn't die right away. She says, I drank, okay, I'm not feeling too good, but, uh, but you know, it doesn't mean that she's, she'll know that she shouldn't say, listen, uh, I, I committed adultery, you know, you know the truth, I committed adultery, but uh, you know, water didn't hurt me. So you see this Torah business is all baloney, no. Teacher to understand what's going on, to know she'll know if she drinks and she has a tater, she has if she doesn't die right away, it's only because of the not because the water doesn't work. 
It's as if you taught her promiscuity. You know, you taught her stupidity because, you know, she'll be, you'll, she'll be smart. And women were not sophisticated in those days. And they might take the, the Torah that we learn and use it in the wrong way. And, and some say this only applies to Torah Shabbat Pev, not Torah Shabbat Sab. Obviously, she has to know how to do mitzvahs, how to keep the health as needed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you have to take this with a grain of salt and especially understand that as a, that applies in those days. Today, women are much more sophisticated and learn Torah like men. A woman would rather have a small amount of food like kav, a small amount, the tiflos, but have a lot of promiscuity more than teshikah, more than have a lot of food, a big house, a mansion, and all that, and precious and abstinence. In other words, women uh, are, are that way. Huayoma used to say, chasid shota. A chasid shota, what's a chasid shota? Chasid shota is a person, a man, who uh, sees a woman drowning. He says, well, I'm not allowed to touch a woman, and he lets her drown. That's a chasid shota. He thinks he's from, but he's not. Or Russia aram, or a, uh, a, a cunning Russia, you know, tries tricks, you know, and to try to uh, fool people. Uh, the Isha Prusha. This does not mean like a Polish, like a, an absent woman, a woman who's very from. It means a woman who makes herself, like she pretends to be from, but she's not really. Um, the Gemara will talk about that, the Isha Prusha. She, maybe she plays with um, witchcraft and things like that, makes herself like she's from, but she's not. Umakas Prushan, or people who act as if they are, uh, they, you know, they flash self-flagellation, they hit themselves, break their knock their heads into the walls, whip themselves. All those people are available. These people destroy the world. They have no world and they, they make things tough for everybody else because they're crazy. Now we said, it's mission is a little bit uh, maybe misplaced. We had the other day, um, I think it was on Shabbos' stuff, right? That you write the Megillah on the, for the Sota, you write it on parchment, you can't write it on a board, you can't write it on paper, you can't write it on uh, unprocessed uh, uh, parchment, but on regular regular part, you have to write on regular parchment like a Sefer is written, Shemba Sefer. And you don't use kumus. Kumus is a kind of a tree sap. Biloba can kantum. Kantum they translate as vitriols. Really, it's a kind of a, which is a metal sulfate. It's a chemical based thing, just like the kumus, the tree sap. Um, it can't, you can't be erased, you can't erase those things. And obviously, in the case of the Megillah Sota, it has to be erased. You write it as a parchment, and then you put it in the water. And all the letters have to come off. We saw yesterday, you can't even leave a trace of them. It's got to be, the words have to be totally obliterated in the water. So you can't use Kumus or Concomptum, which are uh, products which seep into the parchment and cannot be erased. Anything that, 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 that leaves an imprint, Elibidyo. What is Dyo? Dyo is ink. So Rashi said, Dio is shalon shall sarap, some, some sort of a sap. Uh, the the Dio is, 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 uh, that we use is a uh, plant-based. It's really from, uh, made from the refuse of, um, of vines and uh, uh, smoked and other stuff that goes in there. But it's a, it's a dark black ink that could be erased. So I'm Rabbi Mishmol. So now this is this is a preamble. This Gemara that we have now really could have been on that on that mission. I'm Rabbi Mishmol. So Rameyer says like this, Rameyer was a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva. He was also a Talmud of Rabbi Shmuel. So he says, when I used to learn Rabbi Kiva, I would put some of this metallic sulfate into the ink that I used. 
And that would make it like a permanent. When you write it, it's permanent. It can't be erased. And he didn't say anything to me. He didn't complain about that at all. When I came to learn later on with Rabbi Shmuel, he said to me, what do you do for a living? Um, I told him, I'm a scribe. Be very careful. That's very, you're doing holy work. Your work is heavenly work. If you're missing a letter, or you have one extra letter, Rashi gives an example. You wrote, and you left out the Aleph from MS. That's pretty bad, right? Or if you had an extra letter, like gracious, instead of bara elokim, you write bara with a with a vav at the end, like baru, like you know, there were like uh, multiple gods, Rahman Slan. So so if you leave one letter out or low and let X and Nimsatamach was you destroy the whole world. Amartilo, he said, I said to him, Rebbe, don't worry. I know my stuff. I have something that I put into the ink. What's that? This is this vitriol, this metallic sulfate, iron sulfate. So remember, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva did not object when he told him that I put uh, this stuff, that I put the concantum into the O. When I told this to Rabbi Shmuel, he said, do you do that? The Torah said, that when it comes to the sota, you have to blot out the name of Hashem. You blot out all the writing in the water, right? That's what it says. Umocha, right? Umocha. So what happened over here was when he said umocha, umocha, So you got to have writing that could be that could be erased. Now, from this point of Rabbi Shmuel, what do you see over here? Rabbi Shmuel says you can actually use the Sefer Torah. When it comes to the Parsha Sota that you write, right? We said how you write everything. But let's say you don't do that. Let's say you don't have a scribe handy, but you have a lot of extra Sifri Torah. All right, we'll take out this page of the Sefer Torah. Just take it apart very carefully. We'll we'll put another page in eventually. We'll get it fixed. And meanwhile, I'll use this one for the Sota. Rabbi Shmuel says you could do that. Now, was it written Lishma for the woman? No, no. But he holds that's okay. That's okay. Let's let's understand. We'll talk about this. So Rabbi Shmuel says you could use that. Even though the mission just said you can't use her Megillah for another woman, right? So we're going to talk about these different pratim. Can you use the Sefer Torah? Can you actually take a Sefer Torah out of the out of the Aron Kodesh and take that urea, that uh, that page? It's usually three ureas on a page, right? Take that daf out and use that for a sota. So he says, how can, so how can you use this vitriol? If you use vitriol, you won't be able to erase it, and you can't be able to use the Sefer Torah. He says, can you quickly cut with yo? Now, what's this dialogue? Well, what was going on with this dialogue? He asked him if he's a scribe, and I told, what do you do? And I said, I'm a scribe. And he said, be careful. And he said, uh, you know, and then he answered him. He said, be careful, you shouldn't mislead. I answered him, well, I use vitriol. What does that mean? He said, be careful not to miss a letter or add a letter. Don't worry, I use vitriol. How does that answer the point? What was, what was this dialogue? What, what did he tell him? So it's strange. Michael Mishmol, the Kamahadalar mayor, I got this vitriol. What do you got the vitriol? What does that what does that do? I told you be careful, don't miss a letter and don't add a letter. Don't worry, I got vitriol. What, what was going on over here? Michael had a layoff and come on. This is what happened. Love me, boy, he said to me, boy, says he says the Bokani. I know when letters are missing and letters are added. You know, sometimes you have an extra letter, some missing letter. Not only that, I'm I Bucky. That's what Rame, that's what Rameyer answered his Rebbe Vishmol. I'm 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 so careful. 
I don't even have to be concerned when you write the Megillah. Let's say you're writing a Sefer Torah and your scribe is writing the letters and the ink is still wet. And a fly comes and sets himself down on a dollar. The difference between a dollar and a ratio is very little. It's just like an upper little point in the upper right-hand corner. He sits on there and he erases that little point that of the dollar, then turns it into a race. He says, I feel the concern that maybe a, a little fly will come and sit on the crown of the dollar and erase it, erase that crown of Meshavale erase and turn it into a race. Even that I'm careful about. And that won't happen to me. You know why? Because I have ink that can't be erased. I have something, I have this ingredient that I put into the ink, like it's called vitriol or metallic sulfate. And therefore I'm not even concerned. And it's not only do I, do, I, do I know the letters very carefully, I know the whole Torah, I know how to write, but I'm even careful with the ink that it shouldn't be obliterated. Okay, that's what he told them. Ain't he? So, but incidentally, we see, that's why it's probably down over here. Incidentally, we see that as opposed to what we saw in the mission, apparently that uh, one woman's, Megillah cannot be used for another woman. Remember, we said that Misha said that if she says that um, uh, before the Megillah was destroyed, right, before the Megillah was destroyed, I don't know if she says, I don't want to drink, the Megillah is put away and you don't use it for somebody else. It's not kosher for another Sota. Here he apparently says you could use even a safer Torah for the Sota. So we'll talk about that. It says Gemara Amy, but wait, that's the story? He says, when I learned Baruch Akiva, he didn't object. When after Bishmal, he objected. He says, do you use vitriol? How can you, how can you obliterate it? How can you obliterate it use it for a So he says, no. He says, not only am I very careful, but uh, you know, I use it so that uh, nothing will be, no letters will be obliterated. But he didn't really answer what about the case of the Sota. Aini, is this the case though? Is that really a story? By the time you learn Amr Mayer, we have a story a little bit differently. Reverse. Amr Mayer Cheisi So when I learned by Rabbi Shmuel, Masking with Rabbi Shmuel first. I used to put the vitriol into the jail. He didn't say anything. Like the way we related the story with Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, now he says Rabbi Shmuel didn't say anything. He forbade me from using the vitriol. Why? Because apparently you can use the Sefer Torah, right? You can use the Sefer Torah for the uh, Sota. And if you use the vitriol in there, you won't be able to erase it. So it's no good. So he forbade it. So number one, kasha, shimush, shimush. Number one, the question is, who did they serve? It's an asha for the first price that said that what that he first served Rabbi Kiva, and then he served Rabbi Shmuel. He used to learn Rabbi Kiva's yeshiva, then he came to Rabbi Shmuel. Here it's Mashbi came to Rabbi Shmuel first, and then Rabbi Kiva. And kasha, asra, asra. Who forbade him from using the kankantum? Rabbi Kiva or Rabbi Shmuel? In the first price, we said Rabbi Shmuel, and second one was Rabbi Kiva. So I'll tell you why it's not a concern about where they learn by. Right. He used to come to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, know, was a genius. And we would bring proof that Tame is Tar and Tar is Tame. And if you didn't know all the Gemaras and all the Mishnahis and everything, you'd get confused. So he couldn't understand Rabbi Kiva. He couldn't understand. He couldn't understand what Rabbi Kiva was saying. He came to Rabbi Shmuel. So first he did go to Rabbi Kiva, but he didn't understand Rabbi Kiva. Then he came to Rabbi Shmuel. But Gomer Gemara learned all the Gemara, and when he had all the Mishnayis and the Gemaras all spat down, then Hadros the Kevin Akiva. Then he came to Rabbi Kiva, Sabras far, and he was able to understand a little bit more to understand why he asked for this and why this was Mutter, why that's Asr, why the steers. So basically, he learned Rabbi Kiva, then Rabbi Shmuel, then back to Rabbi Kiva again. So there we can understand that uh, that difference between the Mishnayis, why for, between these brises, did he first learn Rabbi Kiva or did he first learn Mishmal? The answer is both. Because he learned Rabbi Shmuel before Rabbi Kiva the second time, learned Rabbi Kiva before Rabbi Shmuel the first time. Okay, Ella Asra Asra Kasha. 
But what do you mean? Who forbade him from using the vitriol? Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva. The first price says Rabbi Shmuel, the second one says Rabbi Kiva. Kasha, that's Taka Kasha. Who forbade it? Okay, they forbade it because whoever forbade it felt that you can use a Sefer Torah for a Sota, a regular Sefer Torah you can use for a Sefer Torah. Okay, Tanya Rabbi Roman, last line on the page. Rabbi Roman, Omar, your mayor may used to say this. Let's be careful. The says, you could put Kankantum into the Gio, Kutzmi Parsha Sota Bovad, except for the Parsha Sota of the Sefer Torah, even. Rashi says, I feel the Sefer Torah. In other words, Rameyer, who learned either from Rabbi Kiva or from Rabbi Shmuel that you're not allowed to use the Kankantum in the Gio, he says, you can use it for any other part of the Sefer Torah. There's no reason to erase any other part of the Sefer Torah. The only safe part of the only words in the Sefer Torah that you're ever supposed to erase are the words of the Sota, the Parsha Sota, which is used for the Sota. So he says, you know what? You can use Kankantum whenever you write a Sefer Torah. Or when you write anything, you could use it, except the Parsha of Sota, even the Parsha of Sota in the Sefer Torah, indicating that you could use the Sefer Torah for, for a Sota. Just don't use any vitriol there so it can be erased. Rabbi Yaakov Omer Mishmo, Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Meir, Chutzmi Parsha Sota Shlamigdash. No, you can't use a Sefer Torah. You can, you can, you can even use it for the, for when you're writing a Sefer Torah, even in the Parsha Sota and Bamidbar, Perik Hey, you can even write the Parsha Sota with Vitro because you don't use a Sefer Torah for the Sota, right? The only time you can't use the, the, the Kankantum is the part that you write us when you write the Parsha Sota in the Mikdash meaning for a Sota. If you write it specifically for the Sota, that has to be obliterated so you can't use the Kankantum. So that's what we have here, these two opinions over here, whether you can you write a Sefer or not. My better, what's the difference between these? That's the difference. Can you use a Sefer Torah for a Sota, a real Sefer Torah was written or not? If you hold like the first opinion that you could use the Sefer Torah. So you, you should, when you ever write Parsha Sota, you shouldn't write it with Kankantan because you won't be able to erase it. The second opinion says that you can't use the Sefer Torah anyway. So you can, you can write all the Sefer Torah, you can't use Sefer Torah anyway for a Sota, and therefore you could write the whole Sefer Torah with the Kankantan. Just the only time you shouldn't use Kankantan is when you write a Sefer Torah, when you write a, a cloth for the Sota. Bahani Tanoi Lachora and these Tanoi, who say basically, can you use the safer turn out? The horror go like the fountain, Tani Tanai, did Tanya, and the Golasic Sheer Lashkas Bos Sota Cheres, like we just said in the Mishnah on Amanala. The first, the Brysa says that, like the first opinion of the Mishnah, I mean, the first opinion of the Brysa is like the opinion of the Mishnah, that a Megillah is not kosher, it's written for this lady, you can't use it for some other Sota. He disagrees. What about the law of Lishma? We'll get to that. But Rabbi Bebisha says, no, you could use the safer Torah. Uh, for somebody else. So Lachora, uh, if you use it for, you know, you wrote it for Rachel, can you use it for Leah? Rabbi Baruch says, yes, you can. Lachora, that goes with the idea that what? That you can use the Sefer Torah. It doesn't have to be written specifically for this lady, right? That Lachora goes like, and the first opinion says, no, you can't use it for somebody else, goes with the idea you can't use the Sefer Torah either. Lachora, those are the same opinions. Um, Rapapa, so Rapapa says, no, not necessarily the same. Domaloi. This price which says that a Megillah of this lady of Rachel cannot be used for Leahold because once it's written for Rachel, once it's used, once it's set aside for Rachel, transferred, so to speak, to Rachel, can't be used for Leah. Maybe you could use the Sefer Torah. Don't say that the one who says, if you wrote it for Rachel, you can't use it for Leah, is of the opinion you can't use the Sefer Torah. No, if it was specific for Rachel, you can't use it for Leah. But if it wasn't specific for anybody, it was just written for a Sefer Torah, maybe he holds, you could use it even for Leah now. So the two, the opinions are not, do not match up. Not only did Rav Papa say that, Rav Nachman Yitzhak says it on the other way. He, he doesn't disagree with Rav Papa. He just says 
that this machlokus is not telling that machlokus. The machlokus where they could use a safer Torah for a, for a sota is not dependent on machlokus. If you use it for woman, if you wrote it for woman, you could use it for another woman. On the other side, says you can use ruchels for Leah. Where this Megillah is written for the curses. A regular Sefer is not written for the curses. A regular Sefer is written to have a proper Sefer Torah. But a Sefer Torah, but let's say you didn't write it for the Sefer Torah. You wrote this parchment specifically for the Sota, so it was written for the curses. So there he says, Rabbi says, no, a Megillah was written for Rachel could be used for Leah because it's all the same. They're all Sotas, they're all curses. A Torah is not written, a Torah written in Islamic Sivan. Why is the Torah written? To to teach, right? That's the reason for the Torah. Of course, we lane from it, etc. That's all drawbana. That's the minagam that Ezra set up, uh, or you know, it's a, it's well, a proper minagam. So, but the, it's, the, the main the main Torah. purpose is to teach, right? 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 So therefore, the two melachlokes are not dependent on one another. You can have melachlokes whether you can use rachels for leyes or not use rachels for leyes, and that's not dependent on the melachlokes of the sefer Torah or not. Says if I wrote it for Rachel, I can use it for Leah's. Let's say does not hold Kosovo She doesn't hold this famous halacha. If you wrote again, Reuben was divorcing Leah, and he lived in New York City, and he wrote again to divorce his wife Leah. Then he changed his mind. Matzah ben he changed his mind. They went to counseling, changed his mind. He found somebody else in his city. There was another Reuben ben Yaakov in his city. Uh, you know, my name's like your name. Let's save on the scribe, you know. Why don't you, I'll give it to you at a discount. Use my get for you. I heard you're getting divorced. Your name is the same as my name. Your wife is the same as, name is my name. We live in the same city. Use my get for you. Doesn't work. You can't use that. So how can you say over here that a, that a parchment that was written for one sort of degrees for another? Because of law. It says because of law. Amrachmana the Iman Ksivalish must be written for this particular woman, not for anybody else. So Achanamid said, also law, as Kalatoh said. Remember, he said yeah, we had the other day, you have to do you do it for her, my uh, uh that you have to do it for her specifically. So how can you use Rachel's parchment for Leah? It says Maya Siya Mechika. Uh, that means Mechika has to be done Lishma. But the Ksiva does not have to be written. It doesn't say the cost of law, it says but also law. When you when you erase the parchment in the water, that has to be Lishma of Leah. But if you wrote it for Rachel, and whatever, for whatever reason, she changed my mind, she says, I'm not going to drink. I refuse to drink. What do you do with the parchment? So we said, what the parchment has to be stored away, right? Angela Megillah, she doesn't want to drink. Pardon? No, so that's the machlokas. Can you use it for another? According to our Mishnah, you can't use it for somebody else, right? That's the first opinion in the Brisa, that you can't use it for somebody else. It has to be stored away. According to Rachel, you can use it for another lady. Use it for another lady. That's his opinion. And according to some, you could even use it. You can even use the Sefer Torah, which wasn't written for anybody. So what do we say? As soon as she drinks, her face starts to turn colors, right? She starts, it has an immediate effect unless she has a schus. Unless she has a schus, which shows you that what, that what are we speaking about? We had two opinions the other day. Is the minchabat first or does she drink first? So we said, if you hold it, she drinks first, like the opinion of the Chachamim, the water doesn't have an effect until after she brings the mincha. So here, if she, as soon as she drinks, the mission says, as soon as she drinks, if she's guilty, her face turns green right away. She starts falling apart. Obviously holds that the mincha was brought first. Money, money, who are mission goes, when you say her, her face turns green right away. Money, who's like, go like, 
that she first brings the mincha and then she drinks. Because if you hold she drinks first, then brings the mincha, the water wouldn't have an effect until the mincha takes place. So therefore it goes like a pshimin. The as long as right? Because as long as she hasn't brought the mincha, the water can't help. So obviously she had brought the mincha before. It's a mincha of remembrance, remembering her sin. Oh, so this, this part goes, the Mishnah, like Rav Shimon holds that you first bring the mincha, then you drink. Aim a safer. The safer says, yesh la schus, if she has schus, haisa tolala. It can work a year, two years, three years. That goes like Rabbanan. Why? The Rav Shimon, we had that Mishnah before, we're going to have it later on, uh, a couple, in two more days, that what? That the schus uh, doesn't work. Otherwise, people will make fun and say the water doesn't work. So Rav Shimon tells it doesn't work. So who does our Mishnah go like? And the one hand, it goes like, Rav Shimon holds that you bring the mincha first and then hashka because as soon as she drinks, a mishnah says it can have an effect if she's guilty, and then yet the mishnah says it's chustol that doesn't go like Rav Shimon, so a mishnah can't be Rav Shimon. Our Krista, how many Rav Kiva? Our mishnah goes like Rav Kiva. The Amar Makras Ben Chosvach Mashka. We said yesterday Rav Kiva holds like Rav Shimon. You first bring the mincha, then bring the mashka. As Rav Shimon said, all as Rav Kiva said also yesterday, Achel Akar Bekomets Yichalol Achzerba. Right? You bring the you bring the komets first. And then you drink. So Rabbi Kiva holds like Rabbi Shimon in that aspect. When it comes to Schus Tola, he holds like Rabban, and that Schus could, uh, could um, suspend the effect of the, or suspend her death for up to uh, th- uh, one year, two years, three years. You'd see the deterioration, right. But, but it does, she wouldn't die right away. She wouldn't die right away. If she has a schus, according to, not according to Shimon, according to Bekiva and the others, that's what Amisha says, that the if she has schuyot, that could suspend the death. She'll slowly deteriorate, but it could so suspend it. So, so people might see that. So people might see it. Right, you would see it. Uh, to answer Moses' question before, as soon as you see her deteriorating, you know that she's committed adultery, and therefore he, her husband can't take her back. But she might say, look, I walked out of here. I'm... I'm I have an ache now, and I have a, my feet start hurting and everything else, but I'm still alive, so the water apparently doesn't work. That's what we should say. You should teach the kids to know that sometimes the schus could be told. Rabbi Shimon says, no, if the schus is told, they'll all make fun of the water, and they'll say it doesn't work, so therefore he doesn't hold that schus is told. The hay moment is a corner of Shimon that schus is not told. If she walks away, maybe the husband could take her back. You know, she just says, doesn't feel like take a couple of uh, aspirin and, you know, and see you in the morning, you know what I mean, you know? Maybe a quarter of Shimon and Nechani could take her back. The hey moment, and as she deteriorates, they all say, "Take her out of here." She says, "Why? Why you take her? My time." And the Duma Mesa, maybe she'll die. They made a Mesa from Machlavia. A Mesa can't be Machlavia. By the time you learn Tommy, Mesa Mutum that's not Machlavia. Somebody who touched that body is allowed. A Tommy is a person who touched that body, came in contact with that body. It's allowed to go to Machlavia. But Lo Tommy is not only a person who was in contact with the body, but Bar Amru Elafim Mesa Asma. You can even bring a dead body in. Remember, Moshe brought up the bones of Yosef, as we talked about before, because Yosef took care of his father, so Moshe took care of Yosef. It says emo, and it says emo. Emo We turned that. We explain that to mean in his own mechitza and the machlevia. You could even machlevia. Now again, the azor is the machne kahuna. The areas the azor that's Rosh all that around that. That's like Harabais, which is machne levia. And then Yerushalayim is Machna Yisrael. So what's the problem? She's not in the Azara. She's in the Ezra's Nashim by the by Sharonikner. So what, what if she dies? What's the problem? She might break out and menstruate. Uh, that, in other words, she might start bleeding. And that, and Anida, like a uh, like a Zav and a Zav, etc., they are not allowed to be in the Machna Levia. They're not allowed to be. 
So therefore, that's our concern. Maybe, maybe at a fear, she'll, 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 uh, she's trembling. She might uh, menstruate. The maimer to be susamrapi. Is that really true? That fear, uh, that a fear can make her softness, can make her loose, and 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 the blood will come out. It says Right, this is by, of course, by Esther when she heard the bad news. She got very afraid and she got afraid. So you see that it could happen. We learned that fear, uh, fear suspends blood. In other words, it, it uh, makes it, uh, it contracts the, her, her, her parts inside and the blood does not come out. And it says, a general fear or living in constant fear that could dry it up. The Yususa, but a sudden fright, that can soften it up and make her bleed. So that's what we're afraid of. So when the Mishnah said, some merits can hold it up. Well, you know, the same thing we're talking today about Yetzirah Yom HaShoah. Also, not eating properly or in general fear, just of it. A sudden fright can make it come out, but uh, either uh, a change of uh, diet or starving, for example. You know, there were women who were in the camps for three, four years, never menstruated. So yeshla schus, sometimes it can, it can hold, it can give her schus for a year, two years, three years. That's what Mishnah said. Money must be not Mishnah says up to three years. Money must be the hard Mishnah doesn't go low abayosi ben Not like if you have some I'm gonna have three opinions. Below us from Yitzchak, each part Not from this from the south. Below Rishmo doesn't go like Rishmo the time we learn. In yeshla schus, if she has merits, total law shoshikodashim. It can it can it can suspend it up to three months. Why is that three months? Kideyakaras over. Enough for the Uber for her to be seen to, to see that she's with child. Divrei Abayosi ben Hanan. And Rashi explains, Rashi explains that the reason is, is that um, what do we say over there? It says the Pasuk says, Venixa Venisa Zara. She'll be, if she's innocent, she will she will have seed, right? She'll have children. Kashir Shobernikabamaris. In other words, you could tell that she's pregnant now. So enough time, that's if she's somewhat innocent, not really innocent here, she's guilty of adultery, but she is. She somewhat has some merits. So she, she'll be suspended for three months. Why? Because that's enough for to see that she's having a child. Uh, for to, for over, he says nine months, that she can have a, that the Swiss can suspend it up to nine months. Remember, again, it says she'll be innocent. She's innocent. She'll have children. Let it be told about the Zera about the seed that will worship him, that will serve him. You should probably be told. Zera Roy Lasapri. Dr. Zed as Zera, which is Roy Sapri, meaning a viable child. The child who's nine months, who lives nine months, will eventually be able to talk about, you know, serve about serving God and about uh Roy Lasapri, Lithius, Lovely Day Sipur, will be able to talk about the praises of God. So he darshans that Zara Yavdani Super, like the Nixervens of Zara, it's got to be somebody who's viable. So therefore, darshans from there that you could have. She could be told for nine months, just like nine months is the time to have a viable child who can eventually praise God. Rabbi Shalomer, she says 12 months. 12 months. You can even live, you can even suspend it for 12 months. Even though there's no solid proof, there's a remembrance, there's an illusion. It says like this. Nebuchadnezzar was a terrible Russia. Daniel tried to, Daniel gave him some advice, tried to tell him, listen, do, do some atonement. Lahain Malka, to you the king. Malki should be good upon you. And let's please listen to my counsel. Redeem your sins with charity. And your bad sins. 
by being graceful to the poor. In other words, here's a way to redeem your sins somewhat. And if you listen to me, your, your tranquility will be lengthened a little bit. You'll have, a, I'll get you a suspension. I'll give you a, I'll get you a, a, a suspension to have your punishment by God suspended a little bit. If you start doing some good, give some charity, help the poor. Okay, so what does that mean? That it says there that all this happened, all this happened on the king. All the, the bad things that happened that uh, he was uh, doomed to get happened to him, except when, like at the end of 12 months, meaning that by doing some good that he listened to Daniel, he did some good deeds, and his punishment from God was suspended for 12 months. But what do you see over here? That how long could it be suspended? Three months, nine months, 12 months. Who says three years? Misha says, some say 12, two years, some say up to three years. So our Mishnahar doesn't go like any of these rabbis. Our Mishnah doesn't go like any of them. They say three months, nine months, a year. Nobody says three years. It's long Mishmael. So no. Our Mishnah really go like a Mishmael. Right. The Ashka Kral, he found the Pasuk, the Amar Vatani. There's a Pasuk that says that sometimes your the punishment or the, the uh, suspension can be doubled or trebled. Even for three sins of Edom, I will look away for a while. Right? So it means to say, even three times. So you see over here, like Rashi says, He will repeat it. In other says, we suspend it for 12 months, but sometimes Hashem does it twice and he suspends it again. You get two, you get a suspension and two more suspensions for a total of three years. So therefore, our mission can even that. So what do you mean? Even though there's no proof, there's a remembrance. This is a good proof. You have a pasuk here which says that his, his punishment was suspended for 12 months and that we could be doubled and troubled. The answer is, Hashem doesn't execute by the Goyim. You know, Hashem punishes them um, in, uh, they don't get a share in the next world. So Hashem doesn't execute their judgment right away in this world. Jews who, what? Who get a share in all of Hashem would rather punish them here and execute their judgment right away. So maybe by a guy, maybe it's suspended up to three years, uh, but maybe by Jews, it's not suspended that much. Therefore, the proof is not a solid proof, but it's somewhat of a proof. And I miss you can go like a Mishma. We'll pick it from here tomorrow. Yeah. Hashem. Well, Have a good day. Married, by the way she's been married to Shota, the punishment is that uh, it was suspended. Right. Suspension period, can she get married? Lahora, so, uh, um, she, you know, if if um, if the husband would divorce her, then let's say he divorces her, if, if it's if it's clear that she's deteriorating. See, according to Reb Shimon, you know, think about it. It's a good thing. These are good questions. Reb Shimon says that that there's no schus tola. She either dies or not. So if it takes her, if she doesn't die right away, apparently the husband can take her back. He could divorce her and she can marry somebody else. According to the Chachamim, like Rabbi Kiva and others who say that, um, that the schus is tola, but you can see right away she starts to deteriorate. So if she deteriorates, the husband can't take her back. If he divorces her, yes, she can marry somebody else, but not, not the bo- not the bowl, not the adulterer. Yeah. Question. The, um, who is it? That's nine months because it says Zara. I don't get that. That's okay. That's what her, that's how long it takes. Yeah, but no, but yeah, look but at the next. Why would she? Why would she? Where's the Zara to the Yezeria Supar? 
as Mizera, which can... Yeah, but what, which, but she was guilty. What She's found guilty. What do you need to see? What do you need to know if there was Zera? I think, I think, I think, Romy is saying something. Romy, did you why say something? Need, yes, why do you need to... Why do what does the Zara have to show? She was found guilty, she's deteriorating, but she's right. I, I understand. He's just comparing it's just a drusha, it's not easy, yeah, it's, it's a drusha because he says Zara because it's Nixon's Zara. So, it you know, again, I know you're asking if Nixon's Zara is, is a, if things are good, yeah. right? So, where is Zara? But he's this classic is very that that's the time that it could be extended, right? It's, it's just a drusha, it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a logical thing. Not a logical thing. What is it? The same thing as they've been for three months. If she means she's gonna have a baby, if she's innocent, she'll have children, right? But why, why talk about the three months? Because that's the time it takes to see three months. That's it's only a drusha. It's not really uh, based on a. We're not expecting her to be pregnant. No, no, we're not expecting her to be that. All right. Have a good day. It's been a beautiful place.